Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, welcome to LGBTND, where the D stands for dice, and every voice you hear is a member of the LGBT community. You can call me Andy because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be your GM for this campaign. I am joined, as usual, by my four lovely players, uh, who will introduce themselves to you at this time. I'm Justin, I use he, him pronouns, as does my character, Ramos Price, also known as Shadowclaw. And last time, I stole all of the thunder and any semblance of a character arc slash plot arc and decided to say, hey, you know what? It's about me now. At least a little bit. Um, I made sure that nobody died. And of course, it's a superhero comic, so everybody wins. So I get to have the cake and eat it, too. Okay, I'll try not to remember too much so people have other things to say. (laughs) Uh, My name is Weaver. You can call me Eve. I use she, her, they, them pronouns. And I am playing Laura Mooney, otherwise known as Nightshade. Uh, The only thing I remember from last week is like the ending where it was basically just like pick like you're gonna kill one of your friends and then ramos was like no i'm I'm good with that not being a thing uh what else happened oh there was like the thing exploded the hole exploded and we like went through the town like saving people yeah that was the uh main gist of the plot and i did everything i could to not say the hole exploded or the explosion at the hole because I know what you monsters would have done with it. So we wouldn't, I don't know what you're talking about, Andy. We are fine upstanding young people who would never make a joke out of that. Uh huh. My name is Alexia. Um, I use she, her pronouns and I play Alan Hyde or Hocus who also uses she, her pronouns. And last time I was uh, almost killed by Project Malice. Um, but Ramos saved me, which is very nice of him. What's up, dudes? Max, I use he, him pronouns. I will be playing Ruby, who uses she, her. And um, last week, Ruby kicked the shit out of a guy, uh, fought in no face from Spirited Away, and not much else, really. I don't know. Who are you referring to as no face? Project Malice, dude. Okay. Uh... Yep, that pretty much sums up what we did last week. Before we get started... Since Ramos activated his moment of truth last week, one thing that you need to do is uh, pick a label to lock. So basically that means one of your labels you are just 100% sure about that is who you are. So which label would you like to lock, Ramos? As any good super should and would do, I'm locking my savior, my ability to defend someone. So basically what that means from a gameplay perspective is that your savior cannot be shifted. If someone tries to shift your savior or tries to shift like the group savior, you, I believe, are immune to that label shift. And that is just signifying that Ramos feels like he is 100% secure in his identity as a savior. Not that this is what he does, but it is who he is. He is a savior, and Halcyon City needs him to save it. Hell yeah. So with that, we will pick up where we left off last week. This is issue three of Art Two, Reality War. We see Shadowclaw 
Nightshade and Antithesis standing in the sort of wreckage of downtown Halcyon City. The puppeteer and Warp are knocked unconscious on opposite sides of the panel. And Alana is unconscious as well. That building that she was knocked into, you all see starting to crumble and it starts coming down. If nothing stops it, it is about to fall on Alana. But just as it hits about a 45 degree angle, it comes to a stop. We get a panel of Mismind and Sentinel entering into the fray. Sentinel sort of takes stock of the situation and starts dishing out orders. He says, Jump scare. Me, you, Hocus. We need to get to the tower immediately. Mind, hold up that building. The rest of you? And he sort of jabs a finger towards the building that Miss Mind is holding up. He says, Extraction duty. Understood? The fuck, dude? Is he talking to me? Does Antithesis say that out loud? Yeah. He looks over at you and says, This isn't the time for that right now, Antithesis. Just follow a fucking order. Dude, you're not my dad. Okay, um, so the building is getting held up, right? Yes. And then he wants me to go inside the building and save people? Yes. That's not really what Ruby does, so she's gonna do the opposite of that and just leave. Antithesis is gonna do the opposite of something? Oh! But yeah, like, while that's happening, I'm going to kind of, like, uh... Wouldn't it make more sense to have the person who can, like, read minds and find everybody go in, and then I can hold up the building? Literally anything other than what he just said. He looks over at Nightshade. Actually, roll to provoke for me, to get him to change his plans. Nice. Like, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there, because it's, it's like, shouldn't the, the gigantic, I don't know what I rolled, an eight... On an eight, they can instead choose one. They stumble, you take plus one forward against them. They air, you gain a critical opportunity. Or they overreact and you gain influence over them. I think he looks at you and he's like, just fucking somebody get up in that building and save people. We need to get Hocus to the tower now. And you can go ahead and take influence over Sentinel. So go ahead and mark that down. In the meantime, Jump Scare looks over at Shadow Claw and he says, I'll meet you at the junkyard. Dude, all right. <sighs> I guess I'm going in the building. Yeah, we got Nightshade going in for the saves now. I guess so. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, that's Jump Scare's job, dude. Really not my strong suit. Uh, but I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to uh, basically use my powers and extend my body up into the building. I'm going to pull myself in and then I am just going to, I guess I'm going to, is it possible for me to basically, so I don't really know the best way to phrase this, but like explode my body into a a form that's distinctly not humanoid, like basically just coat the entire inside of this fucking building with, with plant life. And then just kind of use it to usher people out. Like making a giant plant nut? Like basically just turning the entire inside of this building into a single garden. I'd say And that garden is me. You could probably do the floor. I'm not sure if you could do the whole building. Ah, well, let's do that then. Okay, go ahead and roll to unleash your powers for me. Okay, wish me luck, guys. Oh, but my freak is like my highest stat. 11! Okay. Yeah. So describe for me, what does that look like? So I pull myself into the building and 
with one very, very intense flourish, my body just completely dissolves. It breaks down and there's just this lush, beautiful garden that just flows out from this like epicenter of where I was standing. And the entire floor is just covered in this Eden-esque garden that is now kind of like gently pulling people towards the exits. It's just like, hey, come on, come on, dumbasses, let's go. Okay, so as you do that, you take note that this is like a high-rise, like apartment building. We cut back down to Sentinel and Jumpscare as they take- How many floors? Uh, like 10 or so. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. How many are like tipping over? Probably, it's like slightly higher than half of them, probably like six or so. Oh, yeah, then I, okay. We cut back down to uh, Jump Scare and Sentinel, as Jump Scare takes the two of them and Hocus away. Ah, uh, yes, okay. Um, I, I don't think Ruby's gonna just let them take Alana's unconscious body somewhere and not, like, you know, okay. follow what's, up on that. What's she gonna do then? Uh, follow them. Okay. Like, how's she trying to do that? Because they're teleporting, so... Um, is it a jump scare teleport? Yeah. Um, same maneuver as she's done on Alana. Uh, just psychic whip around him so she can follow the teleport. Okay, roll to unleash your powers for me, plus freak. Let's get it. Let's try this one. Ooh, nice, that's a nine. On a seven to nine market condition, or the effect will be unstable or temporary? It's gonna be insecure. I feel like that fits because her, like, BFF or ex-BFF or whatever is in a bit of a state. Just a little bit. Okay, uh, we see the four of them teleport to a spot inside of BB Tech Towers. Antithesis has never seen before. And Sentinel looks at Antithesis. He says, what the fuck do you think you're doing? You should be out there helping people. Man, listen, you got some shit-ass charisma, and you got some shit-ass team-building skills. Yeah, you're one to talk. How fucking fractured is your team? My team might be fractured, baby, but at least I'm not corporate-sponsored. When you're gonna get your own fucking rap snacks, dude. We will cut back to Shadowclaw. What is he doing? You and a rat kid are still on the outside of the building. Miss Mind is holding it up with her powers, but you do see that there's like some furniture starting to fall out of some of the upper floors and falling down towards the uh, street that you all are on. Shadowclaw will be, I suppose, making some shadow portals so that they'll go through and not smash on people instead. Uh, He can. I think he'll just be working on collateral damage and stuff like that instead of directly people because he can't find them because I do not have the ability of shadow senses, which is something I should have paid attention to before, but I'm going to ignore that for the sake of, yeah, we can't fix the past. (laughs) Okay, so as you are basically Doctor Strange portaling these uh, pieces of furniture out of the air, a rat kid looks over at you and says, I'm going in. She uh, webs herself up towards the floor above Nightshade, and you see her disappear through one of the open windows. Uh, Nightshade, what are you getting into as people are sort of using your vines to get out of this building? I'm, I'm just going to keep going until I don't feel anyone else in on this floor. Nightshade, does it tickle? 
I hope not. I, I get really weird about being tickled. I'm one of those people where it's like, tickle, tickle, I'll kill your family. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you... There's only, like, a couple of apartments that are still inhabited on this floor, and you are able to get them out fairly easily. Uh, people seem very thankful, and, like, they definitely listen to whatever it is you're telling them to do. Do you have, like, vines going down to the ground that they climb down, or how are you getting them out? Uh, I assume so. I assume that once I usher them close enough to the exits that their vines will spill over, and they can just, like, slide down or some shit. Okay. Uh, what? Rub your butts on my vines. <laughs> what do you do after the... Uh floor is evacuated uh i'm going to skip up to the next floor do i know that uh a rat kid is like there do i know that or you don't until you get up to the next floor you see that she is like spider-man climbing her way up through this floor as it's tilting it's more uh wall-like than floor-like and she seems to be almost stuck in place as you enter into this floor. I'm going to do the same thing on this floor that I did on the previous floor. Go ahead and roll to unleash your powers for me again. Come on, please don't fuck me over. Eight. Okay. On a seven to nine, you can mark a condition or it will be unstable or temporary. I'm going to mark afraid because I'm like legit worried about like how how many more times I can do this before I fuck up and accidentally destroy the building or something. Okay. This time as the vines and flowers are starting to spread throughout the floor area, a rat kid looks down at you, like sort of between her legs. She looks down to see where you make your entrance and she says, Night night shed I I, I don't think, I don't think I can do this. And then we're going to cut back to BB Tech Towers, where Sentinel looks at Antithesis and says, What the hell is your problem? I'm trying to get Hocus help, and you want to take your time to shit on me instead of saving people? What kind of hero are you? If me taking my time to shit on you really deters you from getting someone help, maybe you shouldn't be a hero in the first place. Oh, you're one to fucking talk. Yeah, I am, dude. He is going to just turn and walk away. He grabs Hocus and puts her over his shoulder and disappears through a sliding door. Jumpscare looks over at you and says, Seriously, Antithesis? He's got a point. No, he doesn't. Shut your ass. Uh, can Ruby, like, quickly follow him through this sliding door, like, before it closes? If you try to... Jump scare grabs you by the arm and holds you back. And he says, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Uh, we should be helping people. Uh, uh. Plus, no stop. Uh, listen, personal side quest, okay? I don't know what they're going to do to her in there. And you guys told me she had like fucking 50,000 clones or something. What does that have to do with your personal vendetta against the young beacons? Why would you choose to follow after that instead of helping people? I am helping people. Alana is a people. The only person you're helping is yourself. And he is going to foof away. And I need you to take a powerful blow there. Hey, 
will powerful fucking blow you, jump scare. Oh god, that was bad. <laughs> blow you. Okay, um... <laughs> Jesus Christ, here we go. Fucking 11. Okay, on a 10 plus, you choose one. You remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc. You lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way. Or two options from the 7 to 9 list. Hmm. Um, if I lose control of my powers in a terrible way, would that be me deciding how, or you? That would be me. I'm kind of interested to see what you'd come up with, so I will choose to lose control of my powers in a terrible way. Here we go. As you're making your way towards that sliding door, you feel like your psychic abilities start manifesting outside of your control. The walls start denting. Uh, you're in, like, metal area, so it's not, like, this is a big deal that walls are denting around you. The door itself starts to crumble as well, and you can tell that the structural integrity of this tower is starting to weaken. I did that? You did. Oh, whoa. At that point, we will cut over to Shadowclaw. Uh, what are you going to do? Right about this time is when Jumpscare foofs back next to you, and he looks over at you and he says, what are we going to do? And you can tell that he is pissed off. Uh, we need to get the people inside out. I haven't, I've seen that Nightshade was getting some people, but I haven't seen a rat kid come out with any people yet, so they might be having some problems over there. I'm dealing with any collateral damage of anything falling out, so I think if you head up to, and I point over to where I last saw them come in, up there, we can figure figure out the last of the people in this building. I'm not sure how long that Miss Mind can hold this building up, so please, if you can work fast, I recommend that. Yeah, Miss Mind looks over at you, and she's got a strained look on her face. Jump scare foofs out, leaving the smell of sulfur behind, and appears next to Nightshade. He grabs hold of some of the vines to keep himself steady on the incline, and he says, What's going on here, Nightshade? Your guess is as good as mine. You need to get a rat kid out of here. But she's helping us. Get her out of here. Uh, like, I need you to I need you to do this. He nods and says, all right, I'll trust you. And he grabs hold of her ankle and teleports her back down to the ground floor. What is Nightshade going to do after that? I'm going to do what I should have done from the beginning. I'm going to take over the whole, like, holding up the build- building thing. I'm in my monstrous form. I... I'm super strong. I'm functionally invincible. I can at least try. I'm fucking I'm ripped. Going, I'm going to drop down to the ground and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do what I did to the fucking train. I'm going to just, my arms are going to go up. I'm going to take the form of just this, a bunch of trunks and branches and just everything and just root myself to the ground and slam into the side of the building and hold it up basically just like wrap around the sides and hold the entire thing up okay in like a really rigid way uh roll to defend someone that definitely sounds like you're being a savior to me okay i got a four okay uh you could use a team because i'm insecure (laughs) you could use a team selfishly uh wait no if you use a team and shadow claw uses a team that still only brings you up to a six do I get a bonus because Miss Mind is helping? Uh, no. Go ahead and mark potential for me. 
oh crap, this isn't going to be good. Sounds like there's an idea. Everybody dies and it's all your fault. Can I defend the defending? <laughs> so you wrap your limbs around this building and like you start keeping it from falling but just the weight of this like six stories of building that's falling is more than you were expecting and you as you look up to see how it's going like you're able to stop the building but the angle is decreasing and you see that there are people that are hitting into the windows on the outside of the building and if nobody does anything, they are about to fall out. Shadowclaw, what are you going to do? I'm assuming that I can see them hitting the windows as well? Yes. Uh, I think I'm going to have to... Yeah, okay. I was originally going to help support the building as well, but since I can't exactly do that, uh, I'll do the next best thing. And hmm, I'm trying to decide between a portal... Or either that or, like, a giant shadow hand will come up underneath to just, like, grab them and bring them down. I guess a combination, actually. It'll be, like, uh, the hand will pass through the window, like a portal, and they'll come out into it, onto a hand, and then just slowly go back down. If I can roll well, or whatever. <laughs> okay, roll to defend someone then, Mr. Savior. I rolled a ten. Okay. On a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. Add a team to the pool. Take influence over someone you protect or clear a condition. What's our pool looking like? Uh, You have four in the pool right now. You all kind of stocked up last issue. All right, then I'll clear out guilty for now. Okay. As you are helping people down to the ground through portals and your giant shadow hand, jump scare proofs in with a rat kid and he is watching in awe we will cut back over to ruby as sentinel is taking alana down this hallway what are you gonna do i had one thing to add real quick okay go for it the name of that ability was going to be called shadow paw thanks i hate it <laughs> um i don't really think ruby would have caught a good look yet where they were or even cared she was in such a tizzy just now. I don't think she would have very much to say. I think her shit talking is kind of like past. She probably just quickly catches up to her. Well, him. She's not really too much thinking about Sentinel, just Alana. Okay. By the time Antithesis does catch up, uh, Sentinel has handed Alana off to some doctors who go through another sliding door. Oh, some doctors. Who go through another sliding door just as she is catching up. Sentinel turns and looks at Antithesis and says, What in the actual fuck, Antithesis? This is a private area. I know you don't give a fuck about the rules, but somebody has to. Is this a real hospital? This is better than a hospital. Says who? Antithesis? I mean, I'm kind of skeptical of the healthcare industry after our um, last escapade there. A little more than twins. He puts his hand on the bridge of his nose and he says, I'm going to give you one more chance to get out of here before I make you. At that, Ruby kind of just flexes her shoulder and stretches and says, All right, dude, but I don't really think you know what you're getting into. As a kind of implication that she's not gonna do what he says and if he wants to try and force her can get into that 
He just hauls back and punches Antithesis right in the jaw, and I need you to take a powerful blow for me. Oh shit. Fuck sake, my dude. Can I get, like, a 15? Uh, yeah, with a 15, uh... You just die. Just let me drop that, please. (laughs) Choose one, you remove Let me die. You remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc. Lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way. Or two options from the 7 to 9 list. Let's go, boys. Let's lose control of our powers. I hope it kills this dude. Let's go, Andy. Oh my god. Okay, so Sentinel presses a button on his watch that you've seen is how he uh, summons his shield. But through your power negation slash flipping, rather than summoning a shield, what gets summoned is a hard light projection of some sort of explosive that falls down to the ground between the two of you. Oh shit! And is about to explode, depending on what Antithesis does. It's a hard light, like a... You play Overwatch, like you've seen like the little Symmetra thingies? Yeah, yeah. Like, is it tangible? It is something you can pick up, yes. Uh, how's Sentinel, um, situated right now? He is directly in front of you, uh, right next to the door that Alana was taken through. Did she fall when he punched her? Uh, well, I'll leave it up to you. You can either, uh, fall to the ground or you can stagger back. Uh, I think she would probably fall to the ground. Um, she kind of rights herself a little bit and uh, sweeps her leg out to push herself back and kick the the projection hard light object towards him. (laughs) Okay. Um, I guess that would be directly engage a threat, so go ahead and roll plus danger for me. It's gonna be a ten, boys. Okay, you get to pick two. Uh, Resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, Create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Um, I don't want to take anything from him. I will resist or avoid their blows, and I will impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Okay, so what happens is, as you kick the bomb towards him, he looks down at it and sees it doesn't have much time left. He goes to grab it and throw it back at you but realizes that he doesn't have the time to. Instead, he drops to the ground and uses his body to cover it. This is going to explode. He shoots up and slams into the ceiling and then falls back down to the ground, unconscious. What is Antithesis going to do? She just holds out both of her hands and she just says, Hit me with your best shot, buddy! Okay, he is unconscious, also, so he can't um, respond yeah, to that. I know. And also, <laughs> she's gonna follow him toward, uh, follow, like, the doors that Alana went through with the doctors. Because she really doesn't, like, she's not, this ain't, this ain't moving over right with her. Okay. As you enter into that room, you see a surgical table that Alana is on. She is hooked up to several wires and monitors with a couple of doctors around her. You do see, like, down her arms, her veins are pulsing. They are not pulsing with blood, though. Her veins are completely black. And we get a close-up on Alana's face as her eyes open, and her eyes are black as well. 
And then we will cut back to downtown Halcyon City. Why you gotta do me like this, Andy? And what is going on there? Uh, you all have the building secured. As far as you know, all of the people are out of it. Jump Scare and a Rat Kid and Miss Mind are there with you. What are Shadow Claw and Nightshade going to do? Well, we got the building. Yeah, I'd say that we hold it up completely together while we ask Miss Mine if that was everybody inside. As she trusts that the two of you are holding the building up, uh, drops her hands from holding it up and puts one to her temple and points the other one at the building and says, as far as I can tell, that's all of them. So then, now what to do with the uh, building? I mean, we can't hold it up all day, so we're going to have to put it down. Targeted demolition like... or try to put it back upright? I don't think we, we I don't think we have the precision to put it back right. But like out of character, this is a comic book. So like magic logic. So we're going to put it back. OK, so can we tell me what that looks like between the two of you? Uh, so I have an idea. Uh, it's basically like I've I've manifested something of a human form, at, something of like a vaguely humanoid form, and I somehow communicate with whatever ability I have to communicate uh, to Shadowclaw. Uh, so if I push and you create one of those shadow hand things to push, and like mind pushes we should be able to push it back up and just have it go back. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's like the opposite of pulling down a tree. Uh, and if you can, make sure it doesn't fall back the other way if we push too hard, I guess. Mind looks over at the two of you and says, if you two push, I can try to meld it back together. Perfect. Let's do it. Okay. So... Please tell me that's unleash your powers. It is. I'm not sure how... I think I'll let you two decide which one of you wants to roll for it, and then we'll deal with it from there. I'll say I'm more of a helper regarding that kind of thing. <laughs> well, then I guess it's me. Let's do this shit. I got an eight! Okay. On a seven to nine market condition, or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. I will mark a condition because I don't want that to be uh, like fucked up. So how do you feel about that? <laughs> uh, not not great. Um, you know what? I am going to say that I feel guilty. I feel guilty because I wasn't able to save all the people. I wasn't able to like do my job as a fucking hero and like get the people out of the building while she held the building up. And so this is just our, this is plan B and it has to work. Okay. As the two of you are pushing this building back into its upright position, once you manage to get it there, you feel like you can feel as it's vibrating basically as the two sections of the building are being put together. Is anybody looking over at a rat kid as this is all going down, or are you two more or less ignoring her to focus on the building? I'd probably be pretty focused because I'm not so sure how well my powers would be working this time. Same. 
I, I, we have a job to do. Okay. So the two of you focus on that. You can feel the building vibrating as it's being put back together. And then eventually Miss Mind looks over at the two of you and says, okay, that's, that's as sturdy as it's going to get. I'm sure someone will officially repair it later, but for now, I don't think anyone's going to get hurt by it, so we can move on to, and I kind of look around, something else. As Ramos is saying that, you all hear the uh, sirens of Aegis ATVs making their way in. Jumpscare looks over at Shadowclaw and says, I gotta go, I'll, I'll see you later, okay? Shadowclaw will just kind of silently nod. And Jumpscare foofs his way out. We will now cut over to Antithesis and Hocus. Hocus, what do you do as you awaken from whatever it is that you went through? Um, I think I'd be really disoriented. So I think I'd just kind of, because my, my eyes, I've got like pul- pulsing veins and stuff. Yes, you can feel a power pulsing through you. Like you've never felt before. You are, well, to borrow a phrase, uh, you've gone Super Saiyan. Your powers are cranked up to 9,000 right now. It's over 9,000. So her eyes kind of open. And I think I try and like look around, see what's happening. I guess I'm going to try and, I guess, assess the situation. I'm going to like, her powers are in overdrive. I think Hoax's first instinct would just be to start. Or in this case, her first instinct would be to start just like reading minds, trying to determine exactly what's happening. Okay, go ahead and roll to assess the situation for me. Sure. And take a plus one because of what's going on right now. Uh, Then that should be a nine. Okay, on a seven to nine, ask one. What here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable to me? And how could we best end this quickly? Um, what here can I use to? Do I? I don't know what's inside me. Do I? I have no idea what's going on. Um, yeah. What here can I use to determine what's happening to me? As you feel this power coursing through you, your own sort of mind is running on overdrive and as this is happening and you feel this power coursing through you you know like just from the sort of clues you have and what happened to you mm-hmm. that project malice is inside of you okay um is there any way to communicate with project malice is it like like does it like venom style talk to me or is it just kind of there and i'm boosting my powers are you trying to communicate with it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to reach out to it uh, telepathically. I'm going to try and try and see if I can communicate with it. Okay, roll to unleash your powers for me. Sure. Uh, situational bonus or no? Uh, not this time, no. Okay. Six. Okay, go ahead and mark potential. And as you try to reach out to it, you instead just feel this pulse through your head, like the worst migraine you've ever had in your life. Ouch. You feel like if you try to push too far, your head might actually explode. Okay. Um, am I, am I like, like on a, where, where am I physically? 
You are currently on like a hospital surgery style table. There are three men in lab coats surrounding you. And you can see antithesis through like between their shoulders in the background. Okay. Um, I'm going to teleport over to her, like just right next to her and just ask her like, what happened to me? What's going on? Why am I here? Dude, you got fucked up. Sentinel tried to drag you down here, but I wouldn't let him do it. You know, everyone else just let him take you. You hear the doctors speaking up behind you, and they're like, Ma'am, you, we really need to find out what's, what's going on with you. I... Eat shit, nerd. I'm having a conversation with my BFF. I feel f- fine, thank you, Doc. In fact, you know, I feel better than fine. I feel amazing. Are you sure? Alana? Yeah. Almost like, I've never felt better. This is... Wow. How... Last thing I remember, I was punched through a building. Uh, that's about the long and short of it. Uh, also, no, but let's get the hell out of here. We got a lot of talking to do. Yeah, I'm gonna. Thanks, doctors. I I feel, I I feel like I should know your name, but I, I don't care to learn. I'm gonna leave, and I'm gonna grab, just kind of like grab Ruby by the shoulder and teleport. I'm gonna try and sense, uh, I don't know, the moonlighters in general. Just teleport to them with her. Okay. So we will cut back over to the Moonlighters. A little bit of time has passed since we last saw the Moonlighters. The Aegis agents have arrived and started sort of de-escalating the situation. As they filed out of the ATVs, they let you know that the city is back under control. They do thank you for what you all did this evening and let you know that you are free to do whatever you choose to do for the rest of the evening, now that the situation is under control. How do Nightshade and Shadowclaw react to that? <sighs> and sit. Uh, do we... Is um, a rat kid still around? As Nightshade looks around, she sees a rat kid is still there, but judging just by her body language... Well, I'll actually ask you, are you trying to like read her body language, or are you just trying to figure out no. if she's there? I'm just trying to figure out if she's still there. Then yes, she is standing slightly away from the group. Well, I'm going to approach her. Okay. And I'm going to assume my mostly humanoid form, my like non-threatening form. I'm going to approach her and kind of standoffishly say, what happened? She looks at you. I guess you can't really tell her expression since she has her mask on. But she looks at you and she's got very neutral body language. And she's just like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You froze. Well, if you know what... Ha- she, like, clenches and unclenches her hand and says, I, I don't know what happened to me in there. I, 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 don't, I don't know what's happening to me tonight. Things happen. You can't always predict what's going to happen. You have to roll with it. She kind of gestures over towards where Alana was, and she says, I I couldn't help her, and and I couldn't help them, and, and I just... And she's just kind of gesturing her hand in the air in a vaguely... In, like, the vague direction of the building. Uh, I think that there's going to be, like, a couple of scenes of just, like, Nightshade kind of standing there awkwardly, not knowing how to react to this. And uh, then I'm going to tense up considerably and kind of do like the it's business time kind of pose. And I'm going to say, 
we have to we have to push ourselves. We have to do what needs to be done. That's why we're superheroes. If you can't do it, then you need to take time off or quit. When you see that, or when you say that, she turns her back and takes a couple of steps and just thwips off into the night sky. I'm just going to shake my head and, oh, I have the angry thing, don't I? I'm like every mood right now. I have like every fucking condition. I've Yeah, I'm angry and insecure and guilty and I just, I'm not happy. I am not a happy plant. But I have a job to do. I'm going to swallow it down. I'm going to push all of that down. And I'm going to like return to the group. I'm going to walk up to Nightshade or... Damn it! Fucking Nightshade. Damn it, Nightshade. Fucking Nightshade. Nightshade. God damn it. I'm going to walk up to Shadowclaw and I'm going to say, um, so what's next? Shadowclaw uh, sighs again and looks up because he's sitting and... uh. He looks around and thinks for a second and goes, we got the team back together. Um, we got we got to check on Hocus. As you're saying that, by virtue of comic book timing, we get like an isometric view of Hocus and Antithesis on top of this building. And like we can see the tiny dots of Nightshade and Shadowclaw and Miss Mind in sort of the background. You all are uh, several stories up in the air, uh, but you can see them. They probably can't see you. Ruby peeks around the corner, uh, looking at the rest of the team, and turns back to Alana and cracks her knuckles and says, You know, I kicked the shit out of Sentinel. It was easy. Why do you even want to be a young beacon or whatever, anyway? You know, I've been thinking about that, and, like, your methods of leadership... I don't, like, I just, I think you're right. I think the the best way to, like, the best way to enter fights is to try and, like, put down the villain as fast as possible. It's, I mean, it's it's fun. as like, why can't we enjoy fights? Like, it, having superpowers is amazing, and we should be able to, like, get into fights and just enjoy it. It should be something we, we enjoy. I, I see your point. You don't gotta tell me twice, but, eh. I've been kind of investigating with this introspection thing and I think the rest of the guys might have a point but I just wanted to say I'm sorry for running you off I you're still my best friend I'm sorry too I've I want to rejoin the Moonlighters but there is something I've got to sort out with the Young Beacons first but once I do that I, I, I if, if you'll have me back I'd love to rejoin the Moonlighters I missed you a lot Alana and they hug. I feel like that definitely qualifies under uh, antithesis comforter supporting Hocus. I know this is like the second time in this campaign that we've used that move. But uh, <laughs> Max, if you can roll plus mundane for me. Let's give it a try. Uh, that's going to be a minus one. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? Oh, the, my the God. Fuck? How do you fuck up a hug? Okay. Uh, full of the building. Can we appreciate that it actually says, oh dear? <laughs> I'm sure the editor is going to have so much fun with the sound I made when I saw that fucking roll. It legit just says antithesis rolls mundane, negative one, oh dear. And it's like, I feel like that's the appropriate response. Ruby, go ahead and uh, 
mark a potential for me? I was going to say mark a condition. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> As you do hug Hocus, you feel like just from what you know about her, something about her does not feel right. This, like, it's very clearly physically Hocus, but this does not mentally feel like Hocus. And I need you to mark afraid for me. Oh, that's just great, Andy. I'll do that for you, sure. Okay, so how is Hocus responding to this hug? Um, yeah, I, th- I think she'd lean into it. She, she feels, um, she feels bad about what she did with the, the, the Moonlighters, um, and particularly Ruby's style of leadership, which she, she's had an epiphany that, in fact, it's actually really, really good, really great. She's a great leader. Listen. Uh, would that qualify as Hocus comfort or supporting Ruby, or um, I sp- that's I mean, like kinda, all yeah. Ruby wants to hear? Any positive reinforcement for Ruby? Yeah, yeah that, yeah, yeah. So definitely, yeah. Okay, go ahead and uh, roll plus mundane for me. Three, six. Hey, you piece of shit! <laughs> you feel better. Okay, so. You can use a team selfishly to bring that up to a seven if you want to. I'm all about the selfishness, so yes. Uh, do you have how you want to, or should I make a suggestion? I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my powers to to kind of bolster her emotionally. Yes, that is exactly what I was thinking. You're basically oh, yeah, mentally baby. manipulating her to feel better. It's for a good cause, so it's fine. No moral ambiguity here. Okay, Ruby, uh, on a hit, you hear her. Mark potential, clear a condition, or shift labels if you open up to her, which I feel like you already basically have. So mark potential, clear a condition, or shift your labels. Um, I'm a bit curious about what potential even does. So I'm going to mark a potential? Uh, when you fill up your potential track, you get an advancement. Cool. Um, Have you not had one of those yet? No, I don't miss rolls usually. <laughs> okay, little Mr. Attitude. <laughs> hey. Okay, uh, so you mark that potential. Are the two of you joining up with Shadow Claw and Nightshade at that point? or I don't think I have anything further. Is there anything Antithesis wants to add? Um, No, we're pretty much Gucci now. We can, you know... Get back to business. Okay. Uh, then Hocus is going to grab Antithesis by the shoulder again and teleport down to Nightshade and Shadowclaw. Okay. To answer your question from Discord, Eve, uh, yes, I do think that your venting on a rat kid would count as hurting someone since she is basically broken as far as you know at this point. So you can go ahead and clear angry. And then the two of you see Hocus and Antithesis uh, teleport in near you. How do the two of you react? Oh, uh, is it improper to say speak of the devil? Hmm. Well, anyway, it's good to see you again. Are you, Hocus, are you, are you good? Suddenly? I'm always good. Squinty suspicious eyes. Is is that canon? Do you want to try to pierce her mask? Oh, I forgot that was a thing. Okay. Uh, yes. 
Roll plus mundane. I rolled a 12. Okay. On a 10 plus, you get to ask three. What are you really planning? What do you want me to do? What do you intend to do? How could I get your character to blank? And how could I gain influence over you? And Alexia has to answer these uh, honestly from a sort of meta perspective. Okay. From a story standpoint, this feels too early, but I mean, these are the questions here, and I guess it's proper for at the moment. Um, What are you really planning, and what do you intend to do? I feel like what do you intend to do is like now and planning. It's like an overall thing. So I don't know how that works as an in-character thing, so do explain, please. Uh, Sort of as an aside, just because he can ask those questions doesn't mean necessarily that he'd be able to tell project malice is inside of you but you would like have some idea that something's not going on or something's not right if that makes sense so super vague so what do you intend to do and what are you really planning uh you've got another question don't you yeah you get three of them oh three shit um well at this point it wouldn't be a simple like something's wrong type of thing but he would assume that, oh, well, maybe she's not as okay as she's saying, so how would I get your character to tell me the truth? So I guess he'd assume that she's not letting on uh, explaining everything that's going on, I suppose. Okay, um, so what am I really planning? Uh, Hocus wants to rejoin uh, the Moonlighters um, and to do this, she's obviously she's going to get one of the old Hokai, the, the, the other Alanas, uh, who have now who she's been training uh, for the past couple of weeks. She's going to get the oldest, most experienced one of them to operate as her replacement in the Young Beacons, and she's going to forge a new identity and rejoin the Moonlighters. Uh, what do you intend to do? Uh, she wants to have fun while uh, crime fighting, and she really wants to. Uh, she probably wants to make a bit of money as well. Maybe she's been poor for a while, so getting a bit of money might be nice. She's going to maybe ask Jumpscare how he makes money, um, and. Uh, what was the, how could I get your character to, what was your question? Sorry, could you repeat that? Uh, it was like, um, explain more, I guess, because it, he kind of assumed, he didn't think it was like a straight up lie that she wasn't doing okay, but I guess like more of an explanation, like how can you be okay already kind of thing. Because um, in character, she wouldn't, she like from her perspective, she she's feeling completely fine so um you could just ask her like again like saying like what's going on and she'll kind of tell you more in depth about how she's feeling yeah okay that that fits fine (laughs) so did she say her plan out loud for the rest of the moonlighters to hear or did shadow claw just kind of glean that off of her yeah that's kind of like the thing like how does this move interact with the meta and the actual character i think in character, Hocus would be quite open about this, so I, I could see her just kind of saying it outright, what she intends to do. Yeah, I suppose really uh, Shadowclaw would probably say, like, are you sure? And then she'd probably go on to explain, like, yeah, um, in fact, it's the whole I I have it, intentions and goals, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Got it all figured out. How does Nightshade feel about hearing that plan? As long as it works, it works. I'm in business mode. I'm business plant nightshade with a lot of feelings at the moment surprise everyone me and alana made up Yay. that's really good thank you <laughs> it's kind of it's surprising but i'm i'm glad uh 
Wow. Wonderful. Shadowclaw, were you... Last thing I remember, I was punched through a building. Who actually... Was it, it, was it you that saved me? I sensed something. It felt like your powers. So Shadowclaw would answer with, uh, yes, ha that was definitely me. That definitely happened. And I'm confident that I'm going to keep up that sort of thing. Mostly. It was like that surge of power was amazing. That's ugh, incredible. I mean, I, I can't really compare to your psychic powers, but yeah, I mean, legacy. So I can only hope to do well for everybody. I'm sure you will. Uh, no, I just want to thank both, like all of you. Th thank you all for all doing your part to save me. Thank you. I'm just so glad you're okay. I really thought something terrible was going to happen to you when that thing was holding you. It was... Oh, I'm just really glad you're okay. Well, she's fine now. Yeah, perfect. I've got to go do something. I've got to go sort out that, that whole uh, Young Beacons thing. I've got to get my replacement. Uh, I'll be back in a bit. And oh, Hocus uh, just teleports away. Oh. As soon as Hocus teleports away, um, Ruby turns to the rest of the team uh, and puts her hands on her hips. What the hell is wrong with you wet noodles? You're just gonna let Sentinel haul her away? Well, no, but she was already with the, the young beacons, and there was a building falling, uh, and you went after her, so there was at least some faith in you to do that already, okay? This is part of the job. We all knew the risks when we became superheroes. You just found 80 carbon copies of the girl in someone's basement, and you're gonna let her get hauled off this random-ass medical facility. Hard quotes on that one. Because she's part of their team. Which she isn't anymore, by the way. Thanks to me. You're welcome. Well, I'm glad that you've got her back on with us, obviously. But, like I said, I, I saw you going that way. I didn't act until I saw someone going that way. I figured you would, because everything else that's gone on uh, recently. So, thank you for that, too. Um, I, I wouldn't have just left her either, but... Hard decisions, you know? We all had to choose something, and you were already on the way. Ruby kind of just scoffs and rolls her eyes because she can't stay mad at Ramos. Ramos is the team puppy dog. He kind of is. Let's be real. <sighs> Does Nightshade have anything to throw in on that conversation? Well, you talk about your choices. You talk about our choices. She made her choices as well. Oh, you ain't wrong, Laura. I just... I don't know. I feel like I can't trust anyone these days. I just want to be able to trust you guys. A lot of included. But that's it. Jump scare is on thin fucking ice. Trust is a scarce commodity. It, You don't need to trust us. You just need to respect that we're capable of doing our jobs. That's what this is. When we came into this, when we decided to do this, we knew what we were doing. We knew what we were signing up for. And we made a lot of mistakes along the way. But we all know the priorities. What, are you fucking Bronze Age now, Laura? Of course we need to trust each other. Let's just not even get into it. I... It's been a long day. Yeah, we all kind of need a break. As Shadowclaw is saying that, the three of you hear a door slam, uh, slightly off panel. 
And as you look over to it, you see Director Killinger of Aegis stepping out of a car. He looks pretty relieved to see the three of you as he's making his way over to you. And he says, well, it's good to see the three of you are still around here. I wanted to thank you for your work tonight personally. And he holds his hand out towards the group and says, I was in touch with the mayor and we'd like your presence downtown tomorrow. Well, here in this spot for, well, he's calling it Moonlighter Day. And that's going to be the last panel of this issue. Moonlighter Day? What the fuck? You all get a holiday. Nah, this is fucking fishy as fuck, dude. They're going to put us in the fucking van. Honestly, if I were to have a reply for him, shout out call would have been straight up. I bet this absolutely eats you up inside to even say any of that. But alas, the last panel. So we get some end of session moves. And I think I want to start with Alana this time. Did you grow closer to the team into your own image of yourself or away from the team? 100% closer to the team. Okay. Who made you feel welcome? Oh, Ruby. Okie doke. Give influence to Ruby and clear a condition or mark potential. Sure. Um, I think I'm going to clear it insecure because Alana's definitely feeling very confident with her powers at the minute. Okay. And Ruby, uh, mark down that you have influence over Alana. Yep. And we'll go to you next. Uh, I'm kind of going back and forth between closer to the, to the team and into her own image of herself. What do you I think, can... Andy? I was just thinking I could see either one applying. If it were me, I'd honestly basically do the reverse of what Alexia did. Because I feel like Alana saying that Ruby was a good leader and was right seems like exactly what she wanted to hear. Oh yeah, um, that's probably going to be uh, into her own image of herself. Okay, uh, explain how you see yourself and why. Shift one label up and another one down. Well, you said it yourself. Uh, Ruby wants to be the leader and she wants to be right. All the time, uh, at any cost. I think she just wants to get closer to being uh, idolized by the rest of the group. And if that happens with Alana first, probably best. She's probably gonna shift mundane up, because this has been a real emotional episode. And down, I would say, probably freak. I can say that. As she is reestablishing her BFF relationship with Alana, in spite of the fact, like, the basis for it, that's still a very, like, average teenage girl thing. Yeah, they just fought and they just made up, so she's feeling feeling good. Okay, let's move on to Eve next. Did you grow closer to the team, into your own image Mm. of yourself, or away from the team? I'm going to say away from the team. Oh, okay. Explain why you feel detached and take influence over you away from another character. Uh, well, I don't know who has influence over me anymore. I have it. I do as well. Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Okay. And I do, of course, too. Fuck, everyone yeah. does? Okay. Laura just cares uh, about everyone's are, opinion. our little bonsai tree that, we, I guess that so. we prune and clip as we need to. Haha, ha, you uh, care about them. <laughs> not anymore, bitches. Oh my god. Um, so uh, I grew away from the team because the team is kind of falling into this this weird mentality of like we're superheroes because it's fun, and Laura is going through this min- this like moment of like we're superheroes because like that's who we are, 
we're superheroes because we're willing to make the, the hard choices because we're willing to make the big sacrifices. That's 100% understandable. And I really understand why she would think that way being who she is. So yeah. who is losing influence over Nightshade? Oh shit. I'm gonna say Alana. That's kind of what I was expecting. Cause Alana came back to the team specifically because she's like, I want to have fun with it again. And it's like, is that what the team is? Yes. God, God. Are we, are we? <laughs> okay. Ramos, closer to the team, into your own image of yourself, or away from the team? Uh, closer to the team. I think this is the first time I've had a longer conversation with Hocus, as well as a little bit with Ruby as well. All right. Who made you feel welcome? Uh, I'm going to have to say Ruby, because <laughs> even though sh- she tends to be... Um, combative she held off a bit when i was trying to explain my side i'm like oh you were willing to hold back a little bit at least okay ruby do you already have influence over ramos absolutely okay then you get to shift one of his labels up and another one down and you cannot shift his savior uh, i was gonna shift it up <laughs> um, <laughs> i will shift superior up and mundane down can do i think he is I think Ramos is more than any of us, honestly. Probably second to Nightshade, uh, coming into who he is as like a hero. Hero. I still don't know what's up with Nightshade because anything could happen in the story, and she might get turned into a regular human. So God only knows. And then Ramos, you get to clear a condition or mark potential. Potential it is. Okay. So that will bring issue three of Reality Warp to a close. Uh, Join us next week for Moonlighter Day. If you have any theories about what's going to happen on our uh, hero's first citywide holiday, tweet them out to us at LGBTDpod. Or if you just want to provide your thoughts, that's a good way to do so. You can also provide your thoughts in the way of financial support for the podcast by visiting us at patreon.com slash LGBTD. Every dollar you donate is very much appreciated and also goes directly to helping us grow as a podcast. I want to thank our patrons. Twitter handles are at SuperCaitlin1 and at MikeIsStranded. They help us to bring this podcast to you for free each and every week, and we love them dearly for doing that. We also love each and every one of you for listening in every week, and hope you'll continue to do so. In the meantime, stay safe, everybody.